0: Welcome to Airline Safety Week in Review for March 4th, 2016. The following weekly review was taken from the very first Periscope broadcast of airsafe.com. Periscope is an app that allows you to live stream a video production, and I use this as a test to see how this could be applied for airsafe.com. To take a look at the actual video that resulted from this, please visit the airsafe.com YouTube site at youtube.com slash airsafe okay welcome to airsafe.com this is the airline safety week in review and this is uh, happening every week but for the first time ever we're doing this on periscope and in the screen right now you see a couple of my books understanding aviation safety my uh first book from 2000 and parenting in the internet which believe it or not uses some of the same tools and techniques of risk assessment and management that i developed in airsafe.com but more to the point let me uh talk to you a bit. This is from the uh, East Coast Headquarters of Airsafe.com here in Brookline, Massachusetts. Uh, This is uh, March 4th, 2016, and as many many of you know, this week had a couple of news items of note. One of them was uh, dealing with MH370. Apparently on the coast of Mozambique, someone may have found a second piece of MH370. That piece is now in the hands of the uh, proper authorities, the Australian Air Transportation Safety Bureau and the group in Australia that's also doing the investigation of MH370. And the uh, details on that are forthcoming. It's likely that, no, it's not likely rather, the position where it was found, roughly 1,500 miles away from the uh, object, the flapron found on the reunion Island, is consistent with the drift patterns that were given by the Australian authorities some months ago. So, at least that part of it is consistent with this being apart from the aircraft. Whether or not this was from a 777 and more specifically from MH370 remains to be seen. I suspect that when they, uh, within one to two weeks we'll find out something about that. Also, this week, uh, there have been some reports, uh, none confirm, out of East Africa that uh, some of the groups in Somalia may be attempting to attack aviation in Kenya either airports or aircraft, primarily domestic operators in Kenya. As many of you know, there's an ongoing conflict between elements in Somalia and elements in Kenya, amongst other countries in East Africa. And the explosion a few weeks ago of an A321 over Somalia may be related to what's uh, been threatened to happen in Kenya, but that remains to be seen. In a more fun uh, uh, news item from the week, one of the TSA social media activists, uh, social media focals, actually blogged about a confiscation of a pair of shoes that had, uh, how should I say it? These were a pair of high-heeled stilettos that had simulated uh, pistols for heels and had gun uh, bullets molded into the side of the shoes and into some matching bracelets. As many of you know who follow airsafe.com, the TSA has been a constant source of entertainment and inspiration for the site, especially when they take actions which, in my opinion, don't really contribute to uh, airline safety and security. If you do go to the site, specifically to the uh, uh, Twitter page for airsafe.com, which is uh, twitter.com slash airsafe, you'll see that recent post. If you go to the site itself, airsafe.com, you'll find a variety of resources related to TSA, including baggage rules, identification rules, how to travel with large amounts of cash, and other pointers. Uh, In addition, on MH370, I've been following that very closely on the site since it occurred almost two years ago. And if you go to the site at mh370.airsafe.com, you'll come up with a variety of resources related to the crash, including a variety of interviews that i did subsequent to the aircraft going missing. And while we're on the subject, this is my first periscope. And I would be very happy if uh, any of you were to give me feedback either, either directly while we're live here, or later on on the website. i me put it on my, on my glasses so I can actually see. And I wanted to give you a little idea of what goes on behind the curtain. Now, I'm hoping I could do this correctly. We're now sw- flipping to the other direction. What you're seeing here is the media headquarters of airsafe.com. As you can see, I have a setup that includes a computer, a camera, and a microphone. So the camera and the microphone are instrumental in the podcast series that I have put out for about 10 years now, over 270 podcasts. Many of them are essentially repostings of radio or television interviews that I've done with various news organizations, and some of them cover specific uh, subject matter and the computer is a a Mac. Nothing fancy about that, except that I do have a couple pieces of software that are absolutely essential for getting things done. I have Audacity, which I use for audio editing. And as you can see, I'm simultaneously doing a Periscope and recording this for an audio podcast to be displayed later. Uh, This is also something I came up with uh, quite a uh, long time ago. When doing podcasts, I may simultaneously record on let's say the live radio channel online and I would also record it here at my uh, recording station. That way I could splice in the best quality recordings into the final product. Another extremely uh, important thing that I use here is Skype. As many of you know Skype allows you to have free calls around the world and the quality of the audio on Skype is so good that sometimes I can take it as is and directly put it into the podcast uh, earlier this week by the way if you go to uh, podcast.airsafe.com you'll find the list of recent podcasts i had an interview with bbc and it was a very good uh, sound quality sounded like we we're in the same room together even though we we're separated by an ocean and i immediately posted that online and in addition i haven't uh, booted it up yet but I use Audio Hijack Pro, which on Macs is uh, absolutely essential if you're going to capture audio live. And between those uh, uh, apps, I'm able to do all sorts of uh, podcasting. Now, the microphone is a, 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 what do they call it, a Getty a mic, which is a newer one that I bought. It costs around $100, dollars $130. Very sensitive. I had to build a little sound box around it to try and knock down some of the spare uh, stray noises around here. And my camera is a uh, Logitech, cost me about 80 bucks, much better than the uh, camera that comes with the computer, and it's been uh, quite uh, good for me. Again, I've done uh, recordings around the world and, and, and interviews around the world. For those of you who just joined, by the way, uh, thank you for joining. I uh, didn't see your name there, but uh, thank you for joining. This is the ah, Dummin J. Thank you for coming here. I'm Todd Curtis. I created airsafe.com 20 years ago this year. In fact, July of 1996, literally two weeks to the day before the crash of Flight 800, TWA Flight 800, the site went online. It's been online continuously since then. And then uh, thank you very much, uh, Tim Dunker, for uh, joining from Germany. Uh, please tell all your friends, all the people you follow. If you have a Twitter account, please send something out about this. While we're on the subject, I'm going to my Twitter account, and supposedly I uh, was supposed to uh, view one new tweet. Very good. As I promised, I'm not very good at this whole uh, Periscope thing. But they say, hey, if you set it up just right, you will have a tweet going out on your Twitter account saying we're live on Periscope. So there we have it, uh, live on Periscope. My first scope, I had that hashtag, MH370, because I talked about that earlier today and TSA, which I also talked about. And for those of you who joined late, the TSA event was something that was tweeted out by their social media group. Very proud of the fact that in Baltimore they confiscated a pair of high heel stilettos with simulated pistols for heels and simulated bullets around the edge of the shoes. Well, let's just say that the likelihood that this could have actually threatened everyone, anyone on that flight is nil. The TSA has regulations, or at least have, have guidelines that say realistic replicas of guns and ammunition are not allowed inside the passenger cabin. I don't know about you, but there is nothing realistic about this that would make me afraid for my life. And in other uh, fun news, uh, on the Twitter account, what you get is, uh, the, the Twitter name, name is Airsafe, all lowercase. I've talked about the event last week where the Kenyan authorities were suspicious that there might be a threat against airliners uh, in Kenya. I also had a fun interview with uh, BBC. Fun in the sense of, I get to go on BBC and nobody died in a plane crash. This was in South Africa at George Airport in the Western Cape, where they have a solar installation that is uh, scheduled to take care of about 40% of their, their power needs. This is part of an overall effort on the South Africans to incorporate renewable power and this is consistent with a theme I've seen in airports around the world, taking steps to reduce the environmental footprint of what happens at airports, things such as incorporating uh, emission-free taxis, uh, using light rail and other mass transit, and in South Africa using solar power. And again, I I talked about the uh, podcast rather the interview on BBC which I immediately turned into a podcast and also turned into a YouTube video and that's my usual trifecta I had a media interview I turn it into an audio podcast I turn it into a video and I put the video on YouTube that way it maximizes the likelihood of someone actually coming across my my stuff and this is from the uh, crash in Nepal a few days ago on the, uh, around about uh, February 24th they killed everyone on board now for the benefit of those who may not be familiar with airsafe.com, I'll take you on a very quick tour of the site. And as I joke with people, you don't have to remember the domain name. I've been around for so long, and I've done so much stuff in airline safety. Just type in airline safety into your favorite search engine, you will find me. And the site again has been up for 20 years, fairly basic, I have a lot of text, not a whole lot of multimedia, and there are pieces of information here about plane crashes, baggage, how to deal with uh, security, how to deal with fear of flying, how to properly uh, formulate a complaint, send it to the airline, etc. I highly recommend that you go to airsafe.com and check it out yourself. With that, I'd like to end my very first uh, Periscope. By the way, the background here, if you've been fortunate enough to uh, see me in some video interview somewhere, You might have seen this background. This is my office, not very fancy as a studio space. One of these days I'll rig up more lights and put up a background that makes me look a a bit more like a professional TV studio. It's not a question of cost, it's a question of laziness. On that point, one thing I wasn't lazy about is trying out a new social media option. Like I said, this is my very first Periscope. I've had a heck of a good time. And when it comes to social media, I ask myself two questions before I think about using it. A, at its core, what does this particular application do? Second, what can it do for me? I've had a website, audio podcast, YouTube channel, uh, contacts with media for years. But what I haven't had is the ability to do live television broadcast, which Periscope does very easily. Again, this is my first uh, ever broadcast. It wasn't uh, that fancy, but I got it out the door. With that, I bid you a fond farewell, and visit us next week for the weekly air safety review from airsafe.com. For more information about airline safety and security, please visit airsafe.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.